0: Maybe when you make 100,000 a year, right? You should be able to declare the actual amount that you make that year. Don't get scared, of, oh, because I'm going to pay tax. Uh, this 100000 you now, right? You then want to under report your business income and say, okay, I made 50000 because you don't want to pay. It's not helping your business because there might be other opportunities in the future that businesses within that income threshold might qualify for that you pay yourself, or you just don't want to report that because that moment you don't want to pay that amount of tax. So keep records, report the actual amount of um, your business income.
1: Born and raised in the motherland, chasing a better life. Story of an immigrant. Concrete pastures. Concrete pastures. Concrete pastures. Hello, family. You are listening to Concrete Pastures Podcast. I am Nancy Mulemwasisi. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For anyone who is new on our platform, this is a space that allows myself and others to share our stories as we deconstruct the world's view of an immigrant status. We unlike the joys, the laughs, and the bravery that being a dreamer brings. So, subscribe, like, share, and stay a while as we dive into today's episode. I am so excited for this episode. It's been long in the making. I appreciate my brother Nosa for this connect. Yes, uh, we continue our conversation on tax returns. We just posted an episode on tax returns this Sunday. If you haven't checked it out, please do. It's on the consumer side of things. It was with me, Standu who's been on the show. He's a repeat. It. it was a great episode. Please check it out. This is on the individual side of things. Today, we are tackling, we're talking about business side of things. As immigrants, we have our regular jobs, we have our side hustles, we have our businesses. And for those of you that are thinking of having a business in the future, this is also an episode for you. Get a pen and paper, write down some of the insights that our guest is sharing. I mean, let's get a little bit of him. His name is Okori Izeche. He brings a wealth of experience in the financial sector with a background spanning financial advisory, FP&A. And and the accounting industry. Having worked in several CPFMs in Washington, D.C., Okari is a certified IRS enrolled agent. His expertise include filing quarterly and annual taxes for small businesses, offering tax planning and advisory services, and representing taxpayers before the Internal Revenue Service. Okari holds an MBA from Michigan State University and an undergrad degree in accounting, solidifying his strong foundation in financial practice and principles. Welcome, Okori. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Thank you for your
0: opportunity. I'm glad
1: to get started. Oh, lovely. You are no strangers to the life of an immigrant, but today, uh, you're originally from Nigeria, representing Nigeria. love it. <laughs> but today, um, I just want to dive into uh, what you do best, which is, you know, tax returns for small businesses. And uh, a lot of us, you know, people have side hustles. People have actual businesses, they, you know, this is their day-to-day life. And when this time around comes, you know, some people are confused. So you are here to answer some of those questions to fill in some gap for a lot of us and um i just want to start um i guess with this question uh can you please explain to us the importance of uh business tax returns and the impact businesses uh how they impact businesses and the economy as well
0: okay thank you very much business tax returns first of all you said. Saying- the importance of filing business tax returns so um, impact on the economy. Business tax return, as we know, is completely different from personal income tax return. Um, business tax return is um, not only being a um, business expense. Okay, yes, um, thank you very much for the question. Uh, the business tax return as we know is completely different from personal income tax. Um, business tax is um, not only an expense item for a business, but it's also, kind of um, filling compliance and regulatory requirements for that business. So, it helps businesses to document their um,
1: gross revenues and as business expenses to, to determine the profits, which is
0: now taxable, that which is with what they pay tax pays off. And um, in terms of, um, that's just the importance. And also stakeholders also want to know if um, the business is in compliance with the regulatory authorities and compare that with um, what they present as profit to stakeholders, because what you um, report to internal revenue service should also be in alignment with what you present to um, your, your shareholders or the stakeholders that are part of the business. Um, for the economy, um, it helps um, overall in terms of incre- increasing, it increases employment overall in the economy in the sense that um, probably when you, when you pay employee wages, those wages not only helps in terms of reducing your, your tax liability, but they also create creating employment as well. And when you locate businesses in certain areas that has tax advantages, they also help the business to expand those areas and um, give them some kind of um, credit that will help them, um, what's it called, that will help them um, in um, reducing their overall tax liability. So it's not, the impact in the economy is not um, just, it's not limited, like it can go either way. You can also invest in opportunity zones and write those things off in your business taxes. And then you can um, also, take advantage of other programs that specific for the business, which might not only impact your business positively, but to just to help the people in the society or the local community where the business operates. So it's always good cool to um, pay business taxes and also file business taxes for, for the business to be transparent overall, I would say.
1: So there's different type of businesses, like when you file for business, there's LLCs, there's uh, corporation, and so proprietors, there's all of these uh, different categories. Could you just maybe pick three uh, of those categories as to how they can file for uh, tax returns or is it the same across it's not it's not really the same um first of all
0: we have sole proprietorship we have partnerships we have um LLCs LLCs can elect to be an S corporation and then we have C corporation and then we have partnerships so each of them have different they have different types of forms they file to IRS so proprietors can just report it and align their tax return with their personal income tax and file everything together Report everything and then pay self-employment tax. Usually the that they return, the uh, what's called the income and expenses will be reported on Schedule C on their personal income tax. That's for sole proprietorship. And for partnerships, they file from 1065. Partnership businesses don't pay direct taxes, they are passed through entities. So if they make profits, it's distributed, flows through the partners. We have like two partners in that business and maybe they make profit of 50,000 and the partnership shares like 50, 50, 50. So they will distribute that and then they will report the partnership. Business. The partnership on tax return will, the person that prepares it will, create, will generate a K1 statement, which is like shareholding of each partner. So that 25, that 50% for each partner will be reported on the K1, which they will use to, they will report that on their personal income contacts, but the partnership just kind of declares their income expenses and then their profit. So that profit will now flow through the specific um, what's called the, the, the various partners. That's for partnership the file form 1065 flow um pass through entities um is probably one of the key um identifiers like we want to describe the, that type of business. Then we have um, LLCs, we have single member LLC and multi-member LLCs. Single member LLCs tax they are also taxed as um, sole proprietors so yeah. Single, yeah so if you have a single member LLC you will report your income tax on schedule C as well and um, two member LLC can be taxed as a partner then multi-member LLC probably like a C corp and all of that or maybe an S but single member LLC will follow the same route as sole proprietor you report your income and expenses on schedule C your personal income tax then LLCs Like I said, it can go either way. Then we now have the S-Corporation. S-Corporation is not necessarily a business entity per se, but um, businesses elect to be taxed as an s corp. It's an election, you have to file the form, the specific form required to um, be taxed as an s corp. And when you uh, fulfill the requirements, for getting that s status status, um, you will file your tax as an s corp, which is um, 1120S. That's the name of the form we file for S-Corporations. And then um, that 1120S kind of um, differentiates between, let's say you make profits of 50,000 from the business. We can say, okay, um, out of that 50,000, the owner of the business is also the owner of the business he actually needs to be an employee of the business for you to qualify as an s corp, So you can say the owner of the business will pay 20,000, out of the fifty thousand, and then thirty thousand might be distribution, yeah. which you which you and you have to form maybe K1, which is gonna be like what you will report to your personal income tax, which is like distribution from the profit. Then the other amount, which is the amount you pay, you might also pay yourself as well. Like okay, this is the wages I paid, this I paid myself as an employee of my business. You get the 2 and you get your uh what's it called K one statement. So it kind of reduces the whole um the whole liability in the sense that you won't be taxed directly but when you pass through you pay part of it if you receive wages and then yeah, the other one has distribution in your you report it um, your personal income tax. You add K-1 form and pay your pay based on your current Tax brackets or your current tax rate. Just use your personal income tax rate and pay tax on that.
1: So which one is more favorable, really, like the LLC or the corporation, the Inc. Yes, like the in terms of tax returns.
0: Yeah, I think every situation is different because um when you when you start making a lot of money, let's say a business um makes up to hundred thousand, maybe starts generating up to hundred more than hundred thousand gross revenue. I think it might make sense to elect as an S so that you can reduce the tax liability because the corporate tax might be a little be higher if you pay that corporate tax but when you when you channel some of that um revenue to yourself and it passes through and then you put it on your personal income tax you'll be taxed based on ordinary probably personal income tax rates and it won't be as high as it should have been if you if you left it there. So usually when you start making more money I think it makes sense to elect as an escort but um as a business um as for for new businesses you might just start as probably um as a single member LLC and leave it that way, just keep it as an LLC single member, combine everything together instead of the complexity of filing two separate tax returns. And then if you have any tax liability from that single member LLC um, operations, your refund, your personal refund can help you reduce that. So that might just reduce your refund, but you don't owe anything. Yeah, so it just kind of makes it a little bit simpler to just combine everything, one tax return and send out. But when yeah, it start getting a little bit complicated, you have more pressures more revenue and everything, you might separate it and then also Try to elect as an escort. corp, but um, the last one will be the C corporation. C corp is um, completely different. You file only for you file from 1120. The S corp is 1120s, for C corp is just from 1120. So that one is like uh, multi-member, mem- multi-members, and then um, different shareholders and all that. They tax. They they are one of the one of the things they talk about. Uh, C corp is the double taxation because um, C corp pays about probably 21% corporate tax, and then the profit. That that distributed to members are also taxed as well what yeah so but it's actually like um, normal bigger corporations that are structured as C-Corp they also have a lot of advantages so but that's a new business that just started probably um just set up a new business everything you've not the operation is not that I don't think it might make mm-hmm. sense just go to and go for C-Corp at that point you might just start as um discussing LLC and then gradually see where you um, expand it to that to that level
1: got it oh wow Thanks for that. That was uh, really educational. So, <laughs> what are some of the common deductions and uh, credits that businesses can claim on their tax return? Yes, um, the
0: common deductions are mainly uh, there is these two where I refer all the time. Like um, it should be necessary, and um, I think it's essential and necessary something like that. But those are the business expenses that might jeopardize the going concern or like that will kind of that if they are not met if you don't undertake those expenses, the business might struggle, or probably the business operations might probably suffer and all of that. So those expenses, that's the mindset you have when you think about uh, business deductions. Like, is this, is this um, business expense necessary? Is the expense, really fundamental? Is this something that isn't really important? For my business, is it just like a passive um, expense? So um, examples of those business expenses, my utilities, we'll, talk, we'll look at um, the business rent, or if, if it's like a property, like we have like a designated, um, business office, utilities, um, what's called wages and salaries, wages, travel, meals and independent meals. For meals part my subject to fifty percent special expenses, office expenses, supplies, and and some other qualified
1: business expense because advertising, uh, marketing, insurance. So wait, when it comes to like rent, if mm-hmm. you are a home-based type of um, mm-hmm. business, let's say someone is working from home and they are that's their business, can mm-hmm. they claim the house rent as? As part of that?
0: No, they can't claim everything. Um, You
1: have to, there is a a, a standard of how much you can claim. I think
0: it's based on the square foot that you use. Of business activities in your house, in of <laughs> who
1: knows that
0: <laughs> you have to be as conservative as possible? I think we have those guidelines and publications now on IRS website in terms of what you need to consider when making those um, deductions. So you can claim some but not all. So, because your businesses are operating remotely, so they make that provision for people to claim something, but don't um, you can't claim the whole house rent because you still leave the some of the rent I, use, I also use for personal Activities, right? So you you you, you can't claim that. So business doesn't go do everything. But I would say, I think it's, I don't know the most recent what's called guideline at this point, but most of the times it's not usually more than 30%. Something along that line, but have to be as conservative as possible because you sometimes you just use like a part of the house for the business activities, not everything. So can't write up everything, but part of it.
1: Gotcha. So how is the like the tax? determined for uh, let's say the the businesses itself so i own a business and how am i tax how my tax uh my tax liability determined
0: yes the tax, tax liability is i mean when you add up all the gross revenues all the business incomes and all of that and you deduct the business um expenses credit and all of that so the, the 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 net income is actually what is considered a taxable income so the tax rate will be applied to that taxable income to determine how much tax you pay so let's say you make 100,000 your business expenses is like 70,000 30 percent if there are any adjustment like credits and all of that that will reduce that 30,000 to 25,000 25,000 will now be a taxable income if the tax corporate tax rate is like 21 percent will apply 21 percent of the 30,000 or the 25,000 25, rather and then will Determine that. So that's how business um, tax is
1: determined. Okay. So, what are some of the common mistakes that you see around when you help people file for tax returns and uh, just how can people avoid those during preparation?
0: Those mistakes, yeah. Thank you for that question. I was um, trying to. Even, I think the, one of the biggest challenges with, with most businesses um, that we come up for is um, record keeping. Just like you talked about, you just asked me this, the your ask about the rent deduction. When you know you're going to deduct rent, you have to set it properly so that it will be easier for the preparer and also the examiner that will review your tax return to know the square footage of the home and how much of that. Then also the qualified business expense like mileage, utility deals, um, maybe meals and office expenses, office supplies, and all of that. The record keeping is very important. Work with your bookkeeper, your accountant to make sure you're on top of those things. And then record keeping is very key. That's one of the challenges that we experience um, because sometimes businesses tend to um, provide an incomplete records, which doesn't help either participant the preparer, and the business as well because they might end up overpaying their taxes or maybe the preparer might not um, be able to guide them properly. And that thing is um, under-reporting over over-reporting, like sometimes businesses Needs to be as transparent as possible, like very transparent. Because the fact that you maybe when you make 100,000 a year, right, you should be able to declare the actual amount that you make that year. Don't get scared, oh, because I'm going to pay tax uh, on this 100,000 you now, right? Then once you under report your business income and say, okay, I made 50,000 because you don't want to pay, it's not also helping your business because there might be other opportunities in the future that businesses within that income threshold might qualify for that you define yourself or just don't want to report that because that moment you don't want to pay that amount of tax. So keep records, report the actual amount of um, your business income. That's
1: a really good point.
0: Yes, and all of that. Yeah. And then uh, mixing business expenses with personal expenses. That's a very, that, that's one of the things too that business should be, especially for single member LLCs. The fact that you file those um forms together or they're like one single return doesn't mean you use your personal credit card or personal debit card to maybe swipe for the business, or maybe you use the business to do to maybe take your kids out or yeah, maybe go for personal uh, meals and all of that. Like, um, you should try to separate that set up a proper business account and make sure that all business expenses go to that business and then personal should be personal. If the phone bill is, this phone is strictly for business, use the business expense to do that. Don't use your personal phone to make business call and all of that. Like, try to um, do that and uh, uh, try to probably uh, be as consistent as possible in terms of um, um, separating those um, personal and business expenses. And then, I think the last thing I will say is uh, is one more point I wanted to highlight. Also always speak to your accountants in terms of quality, deductions because there might be some deductions let's say like clean vehicles like um, EVs and all of that electric vehicles and other business expenses that you might probably you you, you might think that they, they don't really matter and all of them it might be qualified charity donations and everything speak to your accountants and try to take as much deductions and credit as possible because it is not just those operational expenses that can reduce your tax liability there are a lot of other things that come into play when we're trying to examine the tax liability so what once you document the the business expenses, with the accountant, just uh mm-hmm. presents all the investment men, mm-hmm. and that and also um where mm-hmm. your business is located as well. But the, the, mm-hmm. the point there is just that make sure you take the proper deduction, take all the necessary deductions as much as you can and then um then report the rest and pay tax on it.
1: So how can um before I even I, I ask that, there's there's a lot of uh, people, like in the one percent. We talked about it in part one with uh, Mr. Andolovo. But there's a lot of people in like the 1%, they don't pay tax. I don't know, they end up like not paying tax. How can regular people like myself and you uh, end up in that bracket? Okay, when
0: you said they don't pay tax, like they know they're supposed to pay tax and they didn't pay or...
1: I mean, they're not like, I mean, they do pay tax, but it's, it's not as much as, like, there's nothing much to what they pay compared to the rest of America, let's say. Um, they say want the 1%, like, for instance, like, we talked about Trump. Trump, uh, most of the people wanted to see his tax returns, and uh, they say that he doesn't pay taxes. But there's different ways on how businesses can avoid, I guess, I don't know, paying taxes or can charity help? Let's say you open up a school in Africa, let's say, and... You know, put like what Oprah did, let's say, for instance, she opened up a school for girls in SA and um, could that be used, let's say, Like, okay, this is what I've done for the year, and this is why I put this money. Can that be used as a deduction? Because there's a lot of people who are doing amazing things. They might be small, uh, but they might not be doing it as the capacity of opera. But can that be used as part of, you know, tax deduction? Yes,
0: absolutely, yes. They can. Um, When it comes to, I mean, there is no tax avoidance or tax evasion. Everybody based on it is just tax planning and applying the right strategies. And you have to start. Um, if you planning for twenty twenty three, you have to start as early as possible. This is what you want to do. You move things around. Okay, this money that I supposed to spend, it will give me this credit. Let me invest in this, let me donate to this charity, let me set up this foundation, let me support
1: my alumni, maybe. Yeah, I was looking for the credit, like credit, not not paying tax, but yeah, yeah credit.
0: Yes. that's so the right it, term. Yes, yes. So <laughs> because when you say you don't pay taxes, um don't want to hear that.
1: <laughs> No,
0: I don't yeah. know, Everybody knows what we can all do, not pay taxes, we all do that. And then we want the pay payers um, Those challenges that planning, like when we look yeah. at the, the way you sit down and look at the whole picture because the opportunity that a 500,000 business will have is different from 5 million yeah. opportunities. So we have to sit down and look at all the legitimate loopholes, I would say, how we can, decisions that we can take, certain time of the year and also amount that we can put move to certain place and all of that. So when you start that towards um, maybe last quarter of the year you can simulate what the cash do look like. If there are like last minute strategies you can do that. And then during the tax when you file you won't be surprised. There won't be any surprises. You look at it and like yeah, this, we actually work, we, we work this thing out. It's not like maybe I, we always have, get, um, have experiences where most businesses come to us like last minute. Maybe like, every now you're like, how will I not pay? How, how, how can I avoid paying tax in 2023? But we do 2023. like, those are past events, right? Like, we, the spaces have been
1: made, we can't recall any expense, we can't count on anything. In general. But there are some things, I mean, retirement accounts can give you opportunities to still do some catch up
0: in terms of you invest something before April 15th. There are some retirement accounts like invest before April 15th, and you still claim them in this current tax in tax period, but it's not a lot of them. But if you want to limit your tax liability, you need to really invest in tax planning and tax advisory, a tax professional, as early as possible, so that you guys will kind of um, start the planning very early, then that okay. is to understand.
1: <laughs> yeah, so what are some of the, um, like something that the people can take advantage of in the same year? Let's say like 2024, it's February, and yeah. yeah, like this year, they say they missed it in 2023, and this year, in order to avoid, you know, to get some credit instead of paying, you know, Uncle for, Sam for businesses. Yeah, for businesses. Hmm.
0: The business credits that are available. That I mean, I, I, with the whole IRA Inflation Reduction Act. Um, I think some of I don't, I'm not sure of a lot of them that are specific for 2024 There are things that maybe you would, have, you would have still done 2023 but maybe you can still do 2024 so and for instance employing people that have challenges securing employment there is a special credit for that you understand like um, yes employing um, employable population that are um, they are that have challenges in getting employment if you employ that group of those some group of people like that they, you'll get some business credits also let's say for some restaurants let's say restaurants they kind of set up maybe let's say for instance you set up a restroom where it's like handicap friendly where some people you can claim some of those um, expenses There is special this for that opportunity zones when you invest in specific areas in some you can go to IRS, IRS, IRS website see like the, the what's called the zones that qualifies as opportunity zone if you invest there you can claim some kind of rebates and that, um, business tax credits as well and um, clean vehicles energy credit all of the, all those things like just depends on the kind of business you operate or like i said, when you sit down with a task professional you guys will look at the the area you are where you operate and everything the person will present some opportunities that are available for you so you'll be able to take them and um yeah because what my was one business may qualify what mine is different from the other business but those are just like high level ones gotcha
1: no thanks for sharing that um, are really really uh, informative. Love it. Are there any specific like tax laws and uh, regulations that business should be aware of when filing for the tax returns?
0: I think every business, if you most, I, I think most businesses you usually work with tax professionals to file
1: their taxes, and most of those professionals understand the precedent the current tax laws at that point, so they will they will use the
0: most current laws. To file the business tax return, but like I said, businesses should most businesses should try as much well as possible to keep records and don't um, underreport or overestimate expenses. That's what they should be worried about. If there is any major tax law that affect businesses, it will be very much known to everyone and everybody will yeah kind of. Um, the only the only thing I I, I think um, that came up late last year is the DOI benefit ownership information. That is for businesses to, de- to declare the parties behind the ownership of every business. I think the due date for that is um, for existing businesses by Gen- January 1st, 2025. So I have all the information on my website and share that with you as well. But apart from that, every other thing concerning business filing. Most most of the time, the professional should be able to guide and advise the business on what to do and what not to do. Nothing really specific, but just keep records and make sure you don't try to have that report anything.
1: Listen, I think uh, you've tackled a lot on the business, and if anybody has like a, a lot or additional questions to ask, they, I'll have your contact info. They can reach out and go yeah. in there, because I think this is, uh, this is a big topic to tackle in like 30, 45 minutes. But we just wanted to give people some type of just insight as just be informed and what uh, it takes to file for tax returns depending on the type of business that you have before i let you go anything that i haven't asked you that you would like to share well
0: nothing really it's like a very busy period for us right now like i i'm, I'm happy that you didn't ask me a lot of questions so but i would have been glad to answer as much as, um, as many questions as possible but um if you want to even if you want to reconnect maybe post tax season or something if you want to set up having that call i'll be probably more more than happy to spend more time with and um, touch on other topics that maybe we didn't cover today like um, this it's like very very time prone for us at this point so nothing at this
1: point seriously but I'm like I said very much glad to connect yeah no I mean I uh, this has been a hard topic personal business I just wanted to make sure that we we get it done for 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 our audience Uh, but we can really go in deep in detail as to specific businesses and how they are Supposed to report and what that looks like, but that's gonna take you know two, three, four hours to do. But before I let you go, you've been here a while in the U.S. of A. You live in Jersey. I'm in New York. Have you found your concrete pastures?
0: maybe yeah, we're still working on it. Um, maybe we have concrete, concrete pastures and it help us uh, get to that point. So still, still work in progress. Where we appreciate and where we are point but we, we still still have room for them improvements and all of that.
1: So gotcha listen it's been an honor to have you and uh thank you so much for your insight with the uh, tax returns on the business side it's really um it's a big deal for a lot of businesses just to understand the ins and the outs of how uh, our tax returns work on the business side so thank you i appreciate your time so much thank you
0: for having me i really appreciate
1: the conversation as well that's it on today's episode it's truly an honor to serve each and every dreamer concrete Fashions now provides targeted services to dreamers coming to the us of a we assist you to successfully integrate we are here to support you as you write your new chapter kindly check out our services in the link tree until next time keep dreaming